Even when you try to maintain a healthy diet, it can be tough to get all of the nutrients you need for long-term health. Care of makes it super easy and even fun to figure out what vitamins and supplements are best for your diet and lifestyle. Go to takecareof.com and take a short quiz to get your personalized vitamin recommendation. Use offer code AMR at checkout for 50% off your first month of vitamins. Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah in Portland. And this is Dimity in Denver. As the snow falls, it feels like a winter day here, finally. What's it like in, in Portland, Sarah? Oh my goodness, it's a beautiful sunny day. It was, though, we had, we had it was, I guess, 35 this morning. Molly and I ran 10 miles today. She's marathon training. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know, on a weekday. <laughs> 10 miles on a Wednesday? What's she following? A train like a mother plan? <laughs> oh my goodness. I got to say, Tim, that when, so, you know, it's a, it's a switch. I love it to have Molly on a plan and me not on it. And so when she tells us some things, I'm like, what? You have to do what? And so, you know, she's on the uh, marathon own it plan from our book, Train Like a oh, Mother. Own so, it plan. Holy cow. And so last weekend she ran 18 miles and, and I did, uh, our schedules did not mesh. So she did 18 by herself in the rain. Kudos to Molly. Um, wow. And uh, so I thought while I was doing my 10 miles on Sunday by myself, I thought, oh, that'll work out perfectly. I, it'll probably be, you know, she'll, the mileage will get cut back and then I can, you know, it'll be 13 or something. I can join her for the whole thing. And so on Monday morning, I'm like, hey, Mom, what are we running this weekend? She's like, 20. I'm like, whoa, okay, I'm um, only joining you for half. <laughs> when, when is, when's the race? I need to ask, but when's the race? Like April or something? It is. It's April 12th. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. So, but she's all, Molly is all excited because she, um, so the train like a mother own it plan for the marathon takes you up to 20 and then, you know, scales it back down, but then goes up again for um, I think it's a 21 to 22 miler and, you know, a couple others that are definitely over 15. And while some people might think that sounds a little excessive, Molly's all excited because she felt like my uh, marathon training plan that I did in the fall did not include enough long runs. And she, you know, and she felt like she was worried before she got her injury that made her drop down to the half. She was worried that she wasn't prepared for 26.2. So she's like, oh, this is great. It's totally preparing me for (laughs) 26.2. She's going to be ready. Maybe for 126.2, but that's okay. (laughs) Wow. Good for her. That's good. That's so funny. So I met this morning. Um, so I, I don't remember, I don't know if you remember, but, um, Melena, who was the mother runner yes. who did 40 races before turning 40. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, her, she had a friend named Beth and Beth was the one, if you read the post, she made her a necklace yes. that every bead corresponded to a different length of race. So she had 40 beads on it. And the biggest ones were the two marathons she'd done. And anyway, Beth, um, Beth, I had run into her at my gym. She was on the elliptical um, and she had on one of our tank tops. And oh. I was so, I mean, it was so exciting for me to walk into like our gym and see someone with a sh- our shirt on. I was like, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Hi. Hi. <laughs> you know me, you know me. <laughs> like a, you you know, swarm like a her and she's popping like, out of a hole. Just like, ah, ah, ah. like, leave me alone. <laughs> she's like, don't um, you see my personal bubble around me? Like respect is it. But I just said, Hey, I like your shirt at the end. I, I was, I played it cool. cool. Oh yeah. Like, cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hey, oh, I, yeah. Nice tank. Where'd you get? <laughs> um, but anyway, so uh, I talked to her for a little bit when she's on the elliptical, and she was like, "Well, yeah, I just, you know, I'm I'm thinking about doing a marathon, but I'm not sure. And you know, would you ever want to just like grab lunch and 
and talk about what it entails. And I'm like, sure. And of course that was like last September and we finally had coffee this morning. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, it was good. Well, so I saw her at Melena's party, um, to her surprise party for her 40th birthday. And so then we kind of reconnected and I was like, oh yeah, you're the one that did, you know, and I'll put it all together. <laughs> then it made more sense that she had the shirt. I thought it was, you know, somewhere in the fact that she's part of a, a tight knit group of mother runners that have been very supportive of us. So nice. anyway, long story short is, um, you know, Beth is going the other way and just, you know, she's not entirely sure that she's ready to take it on. And she's worried about the commitments and how the, the, you know, how it's going to ricochet through her family. And, you know, she travels for work and, um, some other stuff. So, um, so I was like, yes. So it, what made me think of it was you're like, yeah, and it goes 2022. 20, and I was like, Beth, do not do anything over 20. Well, because, uh, she's thinking about, or she's a Galloway runner, oh, walker, uh-huh. a gal walker or whatever. They, <laughs> she's a Galloway, uh, devotee, I yes. guess is a, is uh-huh. a good way to put it. Uh-huh. Um, and so, you know, Jeff Galloway's program, he really likes people to go 26 miles before oh, the marathon. <sighs> And I just, you know, I, I have a lot of respect for him and he's obviously gotten a lot of people to go a very long way with a lot of success. So I'm sure. not cutting him down, but Beth was, um, you know, when she talks about the marathon, um, she gets very emotional. Like it's really mm. exciting to her and uh, very scary to her and like just kind of intriguing in a way that very little is in her life right now, you know, mm-hmm. because it's the repetition of being a mom and being in a job that you've done for a while. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I was like, gosh, you have this, you know, this vision of you crossing the finish line at 26.2. Do you really want to go 26 miles before <laughs> in training? Like that kind of feels like, you know, you're eating the cake before it's your birthday kind of thing, you yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah. And what'd she say to that? I mean, I, you know, she definitely, she's, she, she heard me for sure. And I don't think that she will go that far. I said, if you really feel like, you know, because Jeff, according to her, Jeff's reasoning is that you, you know, if you're mentally unsure, if you can go the whole distance, then you go the whole distance and then, you know, you can do it on race day. And I said, if you're, if you're feeling those mental monkeys and you're not sure, like, okay, don't do a 20 mile, but do a 22, you know, and then you know that you've got four miles left and with a taper and all that, you can get there, you know, because Um, I, I think, I think it does make a difference to go 21 or 22 in training that it is, I mean, it on paper, that doesn't seem like all that much longer than 20, but it really, I think psychologically does it give a big boost in the belief sure. that you can make it to 26.2. But I'm with you on thinking, oh, I'm not going to go 26 before the actual race. Yeah. Well, it's, it's turning a corner. I mean, there is a big difference between getting to 20 and, and turning the corner into 20. Mm-hmm. And especially if you are, you know, someone who um, maybe like, I think her pace is somewhere around 12 minute miles. So that's, you know, that's another hour plus out there, mm-hmm. you know, so that's, you know, so I understand that concern. Um, but yeah, so anyway, so, and she was also talking about what, you know, kind of what the bare minimum is she can do. Cause she doesn't want to get hurt and she's mm. been dealing with some injuries. So, you know, I was talking to her about swimming, making sure she swims after a long run to kind of stretch out and get some healing blood in there and, mm. you know, making sure that she strength trains and makes that a priority and, Stuff like sounds, that. Sounds so. like you know a bit or two about running, Dimity. Well, <laughs> well, it's funny because she's like, you know, should I do it? And every ounce of me is like, ah, marathon. It just hasn't been my distance. It's not my race, you know. But uh-huh. I, it was very, it was very cool because it was so fun to hear her get so excited about it and get, you know, I said like a little emotional about it and just, you know, to remember like how how much that distance can mean to people. Yes, yes, that is true. That is true. Sometimes being immersed in the running world like we are, it can kind of, it's good to take a step back and look at it through some fresh eyes. 
Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So Beth, if you're listening, now you've got, you know, a whole bunch of other listeners who are going to be cheering for you. So she's thinking about um, doing a fall marathon now. And, um, and I told her we have the challenge starting our 10K and our half marathon noon New Year, no limits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's kind of, it doesn't roll off the tongue. No. New Year, no limits challenge, 10K and half marathon, but we've got our first marathon challenge starting at the end of May. And I was telling her that that might be a perfect fit for her. 20 weeks of of marathoning. <laughs> right, right, right. But that's a good thing. You, rem- you remind us that um, as people listen to this podcast, if you listen to it the day it comes out, um, the uh your time for signing the noon up here yes your the noon year is here and that uh <laughs> that the challenge starts on our noon year no limits challenge starts on monday the 26th which if you're listening to this the day it comes out that is the day after tomorrow and you would only have until um sunday at midnight to sign up for it so um hop on over to motherrunnerstore.com to look for that no limits challenge either for 10k or half marathon you're going to be manning the computer. You're going to be up. Set your alarm for 11:59. Turn it off. No more. No more. Well, that's no actually why I set the. Um, I set it for. Uh, I set the deadline for 11:59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is only 8:59 p.m. my time. So, oh, perfect. So I can I can handle that because otherwise I'd be like, oh, time to make the donuts and turn off that you know, part of the store. So yes, you can go get you can go get a head start on your twenty miler with Molly. Right. Go get ten miles done before she joins you. Right, right. Oh my goodness. So we're talking about inspiring women to run and and learning new things about themselves. We have a great podcast today. We're going to talk about with three women who are involved in our run and refresh retreat, our first ever running retreat, which is going to be in Little Rock, Arkansas from April 16 to 19. And first up, we're going to talk to Jonna Bass-Parr, who is a mother runner of four in Amarillo, Texas. And Jonna works with us uh, for another mother runner, and she is spearheading the organization of the retreat along with a compadre of hers named Reagan. Jonna, thank you for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah. So before we start talking about the retreat with you, clue us in about your running background. We know that you run the Chicago Marathon and you have your fingers crossed that you're going to get into the New York City Marathon Lottery. <laughs> yeah, so that it can inspire me. Um, I'm I'm the runner who doesn't really look like a runner, but I've run, you know, since uh, I guess like middle school and high school athletics and ran for sanity. Um all through high school and college. And then it became all the more important and vital to existence once I became a mother, which, um, I became a mother in Chicago and it was a natural progression to run the Chicago marathon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, um, so New York, when will you learn about New York? You know, I haven't quite figured that out, to be honest. Um, I need to look at my email because I've submitted, and they keep sending me all this information about New York, so they're getting me really excited, and I'm afraid I'm going to be crestfallen again. Um, I entered some <laughs> contest that um, I thought, oh, for sure, my ship will come in, and I will definitely start that training come June or May, and um, no, they sent me a real sad email that many other people got that said, no, you're not. And I kind of have been licking my wounds, so I should check back into that because it's definitely on my radar. uh, Wait, so wait, I'm clarify. You got an email that said, "No, you're not. What? You're not in." 
Yeah, there was like, um, I think it was through Runner's World and there was um, a contest that was sponsored by someone and they were announcing a winner that you you got into the New York Marathon. Yeah, and well, it, I, all, it was like so a subset. It's, it's, it's different than the lottery. It's mm-hmm. a different thing. Yes. Yeah, so that was a, was a different thing than the lottery. Yes, exactly. Okay, yeah. But I took, got all, you know, I had some fervent activity around that time trying to see what my options were because I kind of just want the invitation like, Oh, look, Oh, you fell into the New York marathon (laughs) instead of having to like raise money and do all that stuff. Um, so I need to like go back and check to see where, what I've done and what I've entered and, um, see what the heck's going on with that. But I think Sarah can attest. I was busy licking my wounds. I was like all, I was far more crestfallen than anyone should be over something like that. She didn't win a contest. Um, okay. Well, so, um, so moving on, hopefully we get into little, into little rock. Hopefully you will get into little rock actually. So that's the good news. Um, you may Yay. not get into New York, but you will get into little rock. So talk about your impression. Um, when we talked about, um, bringing the retreat to little rock, what's your impression? of the location. Oh, okay. Well, I'll give a little bit of background just because when we started talking about it and you guys said that, you know, you want to do a retreat, we were all excited and I'm thinking all these great big thoughts and they're like, and the first one's going to be in Little Rock. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, all I could hear were like all the brakes. It was like the train was coming to an immediate stop. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Wait a second. You guys don't even know the South. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I just thought that you guys had lost your ever loving minds, but, um, to entertain you, I thought, you know, oh, I better go check this out. So, uh, Reagan and I, uh, went over to Little Rock we arrived and they picked us up from the airport. We headed over to Capitol Hotel. And as we walked into Capitol Hotel, I was kind of like, huh, my word, who would have thought? Mm-hmm. Um, as the day unfolded, I will just say, and, and the few days that we were there, um, I was in shock and awe. (laughs) I think I've dubbed it the best kept secret of the South Mm -hmm. Um, and have said, you know, it's kind of like Portland meets Austin with a Southern twang Mm -hmm. um, and a Southern charm. So needless to say, I've been recruited and I am all on board for Little Rock. It is charming and fascinating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I felt the same way when when Capitol Hotel invited us down there last year to speak at the running fitness expo they have um, during the Little Rock Marathon weekend, I was like, okay, we'll go there. (laughs) You know, and and I love discovering the fascinating corners and pockets of of this great land we live in. And I just was not expecting Little Rock to be one of those fascinating finds. And my goodness, just so beautiful right there along the river and the great running and, you know, the renovations that have been done and the restorations and just the vibrancy of the city and the food. Oh, my goodness. Food at Capitol mm-hmm. Hotel. I mean, oh, I tell you, I, I literally drool every time I think about that Irish breakfast they have with the grits with the bacon in it. Oh. Me too. I thought for sure that you were completely blowing that out of proportion. <laughs> and I'm a Southerner. I was raised in Texas. My mother was born in Georgia and I was raised on grits. So I was thinking, well, whatever. And wow, they, they blew, blew my mind for sure. 
Yeah, and I'm not a Grits fan. I, I uh, traveled to the South with my family when I was 10, I think it was. And I, I remember my mom was like, oh, they're going to have these things called Grits, and we're going to eat them for breakfast instead of bagels. And I was like, oh, okay. And, oh, oh, I just found them so bland. And these ones were just the complete opposite of bland. They were delectable. So I'm excited. Um, Dim, did you get a chance to try? I don't think you had the, the Grits, did you? <laughs> You know, I um, I have not. I will just uh, cop to my lack of uh, imaginative eating, or I don't know what the daring eating, but I also just, uh, it just felt like it was too much for me in the morning. I am a light breakfast eater. I, oh. like, I like fruit. I like, you know, a little cereal, maybe half a bagel, some toast, something like that. But a, a bowl of grits and bacon mm. would pretty much like weigh me down. I, I'd have to go back to my room for a nap. <laughs> But those beds are so nice at Capitol Hotel. That would be a wonderful thing to go do. Oh, my word. Your feet are so happy in those sheets. They're incredible. And I will say the running, too. I mean, right outside the door of Capitol Hotel, um, you know, I was back at Little Rock recently, and they had a big uh, ice storm come through. So Mm. I actually ran the path and ran the bridges with ice in, like, I think it was, like, 22 degrees or something (laughs) just because it's so enjoyable. (laughs) I was like, yes, it's my eyelashes are frozen but this is so worth it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully it'll be a little warmer than that in mid-April. Let's Yes. Yeah, yeah. So so John, what do you think are going to be the highlights of of our retreat? Oh, wow. You know, um I am not going to attempt to say this in any particular order. Okay. But um, you know, I think that the thing people will appreciate the most is that they are not going to only have incredible inspiration, but they're actually going to be equipped with that inspiration once they leave, because we have amazing people who are going to be there, professionals, um, experts like Sage Roundtree, trigger point therapy, um, it's just going to get every mother runner from A to Z, no matter what level of running, all the more equipped, equipped and inspired for the time that they leave the retreat. And, um, this is all going to happen in an environment that's relaxing and like amazingly luxurious. Mm -hmm. So they're going to feel like it's a productive um, time of rest. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, because, Tim, you were talking, you were telling someone the other day that you feel that the women are just going to leave just bursting, the, practically bursting the seams of their capris because they're so excited to get home and implement a lot of the things they've learned from the experts and from other runners there. So, you know, Dim, you tell us, what, what do you think is going to be the takeaway for everybody who attends the retreat? Well, I think it's, you know, oftentimes, you know, a girl's weekend or, I mean, a spa weekend or something like that, you go there and you're like, oh, this is so great. I wish I could do this at home. But you aren't given the tools to do that at home. And while, yes, we know that everyone can run miles out their front door and around their neighborhood, um, the way that, that I, um, I, I wanted to think about this is like, it's almost like we're like, you know, leading you up to the starting line of your best running season yet. And by doing that, um, we're going to do that, you know, to teach you how to um, really take care of yourself. Um, like Jonna asked uh, or mentioned um, trigger point therapy. We're going to have some really comprehensive clinics on how to foam roll. So it's not just hitting your IT band and calling it good, but it's learning how to get, you know, every muscle in your lower body and your back, things like that. 
We also have Cassie Dimmick coming, who is not only a great running coach, but also a very talented sports dietitian. Mm -hmm. So all those questions you have about what I should eat and when I should eat it and how to maybe lose those last five or 10 pounds or whatever it is. I mean, she's going to be on hand to help you. Um, Similarly, Sage Roundtree, like, yes, we know her as the yoga woman, but I mean, she's also just an amazing expert on everything from recovery to racing wisely to, um, you know, she's a triathlon coach. I mean, she's just got, you know, so basically, you know, I feel like almost like the retreat is going to be this buffet of like tips and nuggets and ideas. And we're going to have these very cool little journals for you to write them in and you take them. And yes, we want you to have a great time there and you're going to bond with the other mother runners and you're going to leave with a network of, you know, network of nationwide best running friends. You probably maybe have some races on the calendar together. So, I mean, there's just all these things just kind of ripe for the picking in Little Rock. And um, I'm so excited about it. I mean, I think that there's going to be so many great things. I kind of just want to go like undercover incognito as an attendee and not be, you know, an attend, an attender, uh, what, a, a presenter, presenter, I guess. Yeah, would be. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it might a be a little hard to like get you, fly, have you fly under the radar there, Dim. Something's calling I, I was going to say, well, I, could get, I could get a nice wig, maybe no, cut you could myself be... off at the knees, and then I would be like the five foot two runner. Or you could be like the uh, uh, grand the Budapest hotel, you know, you can dress up, we can dress you up as a bellhop or something. <laughs> I haven't seen that yet. I haven't, I want to see that movie. I haven't seen it either, but I can still, I've seen enough clips and heard enough clips that I can pretend like I've seen it. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Dim, I really like the idea that you planted that, that people are going to leave and then end up meeting up at other races. That hadn't even occurred to me, but I mean, we see that happen with our Ragnar teams who then are, you know, like a lot of the women from last year's team are getting together at the Philadelphia or sorry, the Pittsburgh marathon. So it never occurred to me that a lot of the retreat people will then probably end up going on and being like, Oh, you know, let's run, you know, I don't know, Zuma Annapolis or something like that. And it's like, Oh, that's gonna be so much fun. Like I'm already projecting forward and seeing the, those friendships, you know, blossom and continue and live on in social media, but also in in person. And that's going to be such a rich, rewarding experience that hadn't even occurred to me before. Yeah. That's the thing is you can come as a, as somebody who doesn't, you know, you can come solo and Mm -hmm. I guarantee you within, you know, 30 minutes of being there, you're going to feel like you are at home. Um, Mm -hmm. mostly because running is such a bonding activity Mm -hmm. and, um, and, you know, as we've talked about before, it's like so intimate and things, you know, you talk about things on a run that you wouldn't talk about if I just met, you know, hi, I'm Lucy and I'm standing in the Capitol Hotel, but all of a sudden Lucy and I go out for a four mile run and we come back and I've learned that, you know, she lost her sister last year or her dad is dying or whatever it is. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing, but it's like, there's just this intimate, immediate bond that running brings out. And then you put it in a great space, like the Capitol Hotel and, and in the infrastructure that we're going to set up. And it's like, you can't help, but just create friendships for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I think is going to be really neat too is that, you know, the, most of the women who are coming are mothers who run. So we already have that understanding, but we actually everyone's going to be able to bond um, over things that we understand are important to our lives but that don't necessarily completely define us in the sense that, you know, we get 
to leave my four children behind. And most of the time I'm, you know, Grace's mom or someone's mom. Um, and it's all about this activity that we love, that we're focusing on to be well equipped, but we get to connect with each other as women mm-hmm. and as individuals. I kind of almost see it as a camp like experience in the sense that we get to leave everything else behind and just really kind of delve into this amazing experience and bond with each other. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, it's it's gonna be awesome, and and I mean, uh, Dim, to your point about encouraging, um, you know, solo people to come. I mean, we have someone coming from Australia to the retreat. I mean, how cool? Do we really? Yeah. Uh, oh my she's, gosh. She's going to be, and, and I'm sorry for forgetting her name at the moment, but um, she said that she was going to be in the States for some other reason. And she saw that the timing of it just worked out. And it wasn't even like she was going to be in Texas or, you know, I don't know, someplace moderately close to Little Rock. I, like, I think she might be in Hawaii or <laughs> California. Or something. She's like, oh, I'll just jet on over to Little Rock, Arkansas and, and, you know, spend four days and three nights with the gals at the, you know, AMR retreat. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, if if someone can come from Australia, <laughs> I, th- I think well, it's someone from anywhere wants, in the U.S. I want her to be my BRF, man. I want her to invite me to go run a race in Sydney or something like that. <laughs> that would be awesome. Okay. And then we'll have the reunion next year. The the Little Rock reunion is in Sydney. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I, I just want her to be the MC so we can all like delight in her accent. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, it's gonna be gonna be good time. So, um, Jana. So before we let you go, is there anything else that you wanna? share or enlighten us about the retreat that we haven't touched on? You know what? I would just invite um, every mother runner who's listening to give it a serious consideration because I think, you know, at the risk of building it up too much, um, I think it will be life-changing in many ways. Um, It's just creating that time and space just for you and it's educational and you'll be able to return home well-equipped and refreshed to see your family. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's an incredible value. I mean, you just, this is a five-star experience. Capital Hotel will treat you like royalty. Your jaw will drop. And as much as you want to go running with us, I guarantee that your little footsies are going to love those sheets in that bed so much that we might have to like have a rescue team come in to pull people out so we can go. <laughs> so we're not, we're not late for our runs. It's going to be amazing. And um, we really look forward to seeing you and meeting everyone there. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Thanks for joining us, Jana. And when we come back, we are going to be joined by Aaron Taylor, the co-owner of Go Running in Little Rock, Arkansas. Aaron Taylor, thank you for joining us today. Oh, it's wonderful to be here with you guys. Yeah. So before we start talking about Little Rock, um, and since 2011, BarkBox has been committed to making dogs happy. For humans, BarkBox is a delivery of four to six natural treats and super fun toys curated around a surprise theme each month. For dogs, BarkBox is like the joy of a million belly scratches. Bark boxes include all-natural treats and innovative toys to match a dog's unique needs, including allergies and heavy chewer preferences. Not a phrase I say every day. Dimity's dog Mason, an energetic Weimaraner, is eagerly awaiting his first Bark Box. Dimity let Bark Box know the breed, size, and even name of her dog. 
as well as the all-important chewing preferences. And now, on the 15th of each month, a new box will get shipped to Mason. Each monthly box is themed, like Country Fair or Brooklyn Hipster, with new and unique toys to keep dogs engaged, interested, and happy. If your pooch doesn't like something in the box, BarkBox promises to send something they'll love for free, because BarkBox is all about dog happiness. Choose a plan. One, six, or 12-month plans are available. Cancel any time. Free shipping in the continental U.S. For a free extra month when you subscribe to a six- or 12-month plan of BarkBox, visit BarkBox.com AMR. That's BarkBox.com AMR. Woof! Thanks to StoryWorth for supporting our podcast. StoryWorth is a subscription service started by a fellow who wanted families to be able to share their memories and anecdotes with each other. Here's how it works. Purchase a StoryWorth subscription for someone you love, and each week, StoryWorth sends that loved one an email with a question about his or her life. The person either replies with his or her story via email, or records it by phone by calling a StoryWorth number. After a year, the stories are bound in a lovely, hardcover keepsake book. My husband Jack and I gifted StoryWorth to his dad, and we're especially looking forward to hearing his tales about going to medical school in Dublin, Ireland, which is where Jack was born and spent the first four years of his life. Then we'll share the book with Jack's siblings. For $20 off, visit StoryWorth.com AMR when you subscribe. That's StoryWorth.com AMR. Lighten us a bit about your running background. Oh, gosh. Um, I started running when I was a young girl uh, in high school, and my husband did as well. I'm from western New York, just outside Buffalo, and my husband is from London. Oh. So I became a pretty good cross-country and track runner and received scholarships to different colleges around the country and chose Arkansas. And that's how I got here. It's become my home, and I just love it. And your husband, did you meet him, you know, at a track meet in London, or where did you meet him? Oh, how funny. Yeah. No, we both ran for the University of Arkansas in Fayetteville. I think you guys might have heard of the famed coach John McDonnell. Oh, no. Well, he's uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm not the famous one now. I don't know him. Okay. Well, if you come to our store, we'll have a book and you can read about him. Um, and, and we have a big autograph from him, but he is the winningest coach in the history of collegiate sports ever. And he was the coach at uh, Fayetteville, the University of Arkansas. Nice. Nice. So, and um, does that make you a Razorback or am I with the wrong school? Oh, no. God love the Razorbacks. Yes, ma'am. Woo, pig suey. <laughs> what is a Razorback? Is that a, what is that? Uh, it's like a big, fierce hog. Oh, it's like a wild hog, a wild pig, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the big tusks and everything, and they're really mighty, you know. it was. I, I loved running for the Razorbacks. It was a very wonderful time in my life. And, you know, running gave me so much in my life. Well, yeah, so talk about, so, so, so that was what, I guess a couple decades ago was my guess. And so, and then fast forward and you guys opened your store in Little Rock. What year did you guys do that? Yeah, we opened it five years ago in 2010 and it really resolved out of, I just, I think it was something we thought about for a long, long time, but you know, as life starts to go forward, um, We had some changes in our roles. We were both working in corporate America, and we um, had some buyouts and mergers and things, and we just had this opportunity laid before us, and we took it. We decided to open this running store. You took it and ran with it. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. I mean, you know how sometimes in life things just unfold the way they should. And that's what happened here, and we just capitalized on it. It was an opportunity for us to give back 
to a sport that we loved and had gave us so much in our life. Nice, nice. So how would you describe the running community in Little Rock? You know, the running community in Little Rock is actually very welcoming. That's one of the things I love, love, love about being here. Everybody's welcoming. They will answer any of your questions. They'll invite you to come out to a run with them and and their friends. You know, it's not uncommon to see that happen. The other thing that I noticed in um, in Little Rock is that it, it feels very, um, I don't want to say it's female dominant, but I feel like the women runners are more of a force there than I've seen in other cities. Um, and that like the race director of the Little Rock Marathon, there are two women, right? Oh, yeah. We call them the chicks in charge. <laughs> the chicks in charge. Exactly. And yeah, that, I mean, it, brings a, it brings a different perspective to the running in the city. Well, we it's interesting that you say that because I think that the women are great influencers in health and well-being in our country. And um, I, I love that because, you know, we see a lot of women getting out there encouraging their husbands to run or they're, they're being the leaders for their children. They're showing them the way. And we have a great group of women I know you'll learn more about called the Go-Go Girls. And that's kind of how it started. It was really women trying to give back to other women, encouraging, being the encouraging force behind this sport. Nice. Nice. And so, and then let's, let's get some feet on the ground because we really just loved running along the Arkansas river last year when we visited your city. And so tell us about the running in and around Little Rock, like describe it for people who are kind of wondering what, what it would be like when they go running at the retreat. Oh, we, first of all, we can't wait to have you. Oh my gosh. It's a beautiful city. Little Rock is really becoming known as an outdoor paradise. It's the natural state, right? So people move here because of... Wait, Arkansas is called a natural state? Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, it's called the natural state. Is that on your license plates? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> uh, right along there with the diamonds. <laughs> All right. But people move here because of the great quality of life. And, you know, you really have to start with the river trail, which is, I think, probably where you guys ran, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a 16-mile loop that runs on both sides of the river, and it's just continued to get progressively better and better. And off of that river trail are trails and hikes and vistas and bluffs and just nature all around. That's great. And so we're only doing, um, so it's a 60 mile round trip. So we're going to do that twice on Saturday, right? <laughs> yeah. Once on Friday and yeah. three times on Sunday. Three or four, like three or four. If you want the shorter oh, okay. option. Yeah. 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 Okay. So. yeah and, and the cool thing about what you guys are doing <laughs> is you're going to actually take people down into the river market area, which is just really nice too. And so there's all kinds of cool stuff happening there. We've got beautiful bridges that People cross over, and you'll see lots of families and people walking and dogs and cyclists. Very active community. Nothing I love more than running across a bridge. Like, that is one of my all-time favorite things to run. Oh, um, I didn't so know that, Dimity. What, yeah, oh, I love running across bridges. What in particular? Because it's funny because I think sometimes people get, you, you know, you meet the people who are like, oh, bridges scare me. Like, I don't like looking down and seeing <laughs> the water. And so, Dim, what is it about bridges that you like? Oh, I don't know. It's just there's a lightness about it. And I love, I mean, I love the water. I love any kind of water. So just being near it and kind of seeing it and just, it, and it's also usually pretty short. <laughs> so I like that well, too. It just breaks it all up. Dimmy, did you run across the Big Dam Bridge? We did not get down there. We ran uh, from Capitol Hotel down, um, and we went across the bridge that's right near the Clinton Library. And oh, then, yeah, that's cool. And then headed um, whatever direction back, you know, toward the toward Capitol Hotel, but on the other side of the river. We just went 
I don't know if that's south or north or what direction it is, but we went that way and then just turned around and, and came back. And we probably ran, what, Dim, for 75 minutes maybe? We were there? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> well, it was a year ago, Sarah. What do you I do not remember. Well, I, I remember know that... I liked it. I remember I liked it. And that's what that's you... good enough. What you guys will get to do that's kind of cool if you do the longer run, um, I think because it's going down to the Big Damn Bridge. Yes, it is. Yeah. That, yeah, that's the longest um, pedestrian bridge in the country. So oh. it's really cool. Oh. I mean, it was built just for that, and it's just beautiful because it go literally go across the bri the dam, and I love it's called the Big Dam Bridge. You right. Know? Oh yeah, I know. Whenever you can use the word dam and and not have to apologize for it, I love that. I know it's uh, funny. <laughs> so we are just just to be clear. I mean, we are going to have different lengths of runs. So I mean, they're yes. going to range anywhere. What, Aaron, from like three to thirteen miles. So we really are trying to accommodate all levels of runners. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, and and you know, you'll have a lot of the go-go girls and other women runners who are incredibly inspiring and passionate, and will be very welcoming to all the women. They'll become friends. Yeah, and so and those are going to be run ambassadors, as we're calling them, and so that that they'll always be someone with you and that, you know, that, that no one will feel left out or left behind or worried about getting lost or any of that stuff. So, I'll Oh, not at all. And they'll probably tell them great restaurants and other fun stuff to do, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing about Little Rock that there is so much to do there. I mean, that, you know, Heifer International is there, which is um, an interesting nonprofit. I mean, the Clinton Library is just fascinating beyond words, I think, and, and beautiful to look at. Oh, the the Clinton Library is just incredible. Um, it was opened in two thousand four, and it's there's something like eighty thousand photographs. And what I love every time I go is all the different gifts that Clinton got and the <laughs> letters that were written to him. Oh, I know. Yeah, and it's also just I mean, regardless of whether you know you like the Clintons or not, I mean, it's really a time capsule to me of the eighties and nineties. Oh, my gosh. And just some of the letters that you get to read and uh, just the gifts that they received and the, oh, what the Oval Office looks like, because there's a real replica there. Mm -hmm. um, it's very cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. All those gifts. I mean, you, you almost feel like presidents need to build a library just to have someplace to house all the gifts they got. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it's like, oh, yeah, that's our that's our, you know, thousand square foot storage unit that we're going to keep all the gifts. You know? Well, what blew me away was he's got these binders like you'll see them. They literally wrap around these columns and they're binders of his day like mm. uh, i mean and you pull it out and you look at it you will not believe uh, it's just it'll blow your mind you, I, I looked up what my birthday like i found my birthday right <laughs> nice. and i look what he did on my birthday and i thought oh my gosh that's oh. crazy oh i know to think how detailed you know down to the eleven thirty-five, you do this and at twelve you're doing this and you know and then you think that he ran late all the times so. oh yeah because <laughs> clinton I, I mean i've met bill clinton many times um and he's just a really interesting uh individual he's the most charismatic man i've ever met in my oh, life oh yeah uh-huh yeah yeah i got to see him at a hillary clinton event and my first thought was, oh, he, he, I don't see what the big deal is. He's not all that good looking. Within moments of him speaking, I'm like, oh, I'll follow you wherever you want to go. <laughs> like just... It's really crazy. It's like the Pied Piper or something. <laughs> it is. It is the, I mean, <laughs> you, if you really, like, it's sort of, you don't even realize the full meaning of the word charismatic until you're near Bill Clinton. And that's like, oh, I get it. I get what that word means. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. <laughs> you know, Wait, so Aaron, um, has he ever bought um, running shoes at your store by any chance or anything at your store? You know, I don't know if he has. I don't think he has. But uh, Reese Witherspoon came in one time. That was pretty cool. Oh, nice. oh. What was she doing? Making a movie there? Yeah, she was. And she came in and bought a couple of running skirts. And when she left, I said, Gary, did you give her a shirt? Cause, and he was like, I just 
don't know why I blanked out on that. <laughs> you haven't forgiven your husband for that. Oh, oh, I was that like, hey, we have her autograph, though. Like, she actually signed a receipt, and I, you know, I pulled that out, and I stuck it up on the wall. I was like, we're saving that. Nice. <laughs> nice. So you oh, never with a credit card number for everyone. No, I'm just kidding. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, one of the things that's really fun, you guys, and it's going to be right where you are in the downtown area, is the trolleys. Mm. And so tell, tell people about that a little bit. Well, you can hop on a trolley for like 50 cents and it'll take you um, downtown towards the Clinton Library. It'll also take you, you can hop off onto another trolley and go across to North Little Rock. So you're right there on the water. Like, the, And by the way, the Capitol Hotel, oh my gosh, it doesn't get better than that. Mm-hmm. It, it it definitely doesn't, no. And, and actually the trolley, uh, we understand there's... Um, that the city has a couple that they'll use for that they'll let events use, and so on the Friday night that we're there, we're um, the trolleys are coming to pick us up, and there are trolleys that have mm-hmm. then been on then they're on tires, and so they're going to take us to Dunbar Garden for a farm to table meal that when Jana, she called me and was like, oh, Sarah, can I go over the menu? And she's describing it to me. And I'm like, okay, I need to like get a rag to wipe the drool off my face here. Because <laughs> it just, the food just sounded amazing. And the pictures are so beautiful. And I mean, we're going to have, it's going to be, you know, big communal tables and, and serve family style. So, um, you know, even the, the meals are going to be very much, a, a you know, community group effort. Oh, it's going to be wonderful, you guys. I'm so happy you're coming to Little Rock. Great, great. Well, good. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Erin. It was fun talking with you. Thank you so much. Can't wait to see you guys. Good, good. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, so now I feel like we are going to eat grits and bacon. (laughs) We're going to go see all the gifts that Clinton got and maybe maybe cross a bridge on our feet in between there. We'll see. We'll see. No, I'm just kidding. um, I know it's a lot to cram into, you know, uh, four days and and three nights, but we're going to do it. We're going to do it all. Good downtime. Yeah, there's lots of stuff. And I, you know, just to be the person that's like, whoa, I can't handle that. (laughs) Napping is always an option. Taking Mm -hmm. some quiet time, chilling out, doing your own thing, always an option. Yes, yes. Although, you know, Jonna may come in and pull you out of those. I'm not sure exactly why she thinks the sheets are so good on your feet. I don't, I, yeah, I think, well, because that's bare. Usually those are bare, mm-hmm. you know, when you're wearing, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, do you sleep with socks? I don't sleep with socks. On, uh, depends on how cold it is. So. Oh, see that, that is one of my pets. Like I'll pull Ben's socks off his feet because <laughs> it just bugs me. I'm like, no, you, you don't sleep with socks. That's wrong. Don't do that. <laughs> that's wrong. It's not just, it's not just something you don't advise. It's actually wrong. Well, I don't say that, but it, and it's also, I mean, it's also, in a, you know, by the time of the end of the day, his white socks are a nice, you know, sheen of dark gray by that point. So I'm yeah. like, no, because I know that if you sleep in them, you're just going to get up tomorrow morning and put your shoes back on. So let's, let's, <laughs> air out those feet just a tiny bit but yeah i'm definitely a barefoot sleeper so i guess maybe that's because you know that's that they touch the sheets more than say if you're wearing like pajamas or something sure sure yes yes all right well we will explore that at the retreat why yeah, John, know, why is it particularly that's the rule if you if you have your socks on i'm coming around i'm sock patrol sure sure <laughs> so so our last guest is another aaron but she has two r's in her name and it's she's Aaron. yes aaron dean and she is um, very involved in the running scene there in Little Rock. And um, as Erin Taylor alluded to, she is part of a group called the Go-Go Girls who are going to be involved in our retreat. So let's have a little musical interlude and then we will talk with Erin Dean.
So Aaron Dean, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So, so word on the street is that you've done a few Ironman triathlons. So um, tell us a bit about your athletic background. Um, yes, I have done some Ironmans. I've done two half Ironmans and one full and run about 30 marathons. Wow. Wow. I know. I'm crazy. <laughs> you sure? I mean, how much, like how many years have you been running marathons and how many per year do you do? Well, I've been running marathons for 20 years. So, you know, some years are more than others. You know, you have a year where you do one and you might get really happy and decide to do three. So, <laughs> you know, you know how it is. Your just life dictates how much training time you have. So, yeah, I, I, yeah. I guess I never get that happy that I do three of them. So. <laughs> Wait, so what's, what, what's your favorite one? Uh, just because 30 is a lot. Do you do like what's the one you've done the most and what's your favorite one? Okay, well, the one I've done the most is Nashville. It's the Country Music Marathon. Mm -hmm. And it was my first. And I ended up, I think I've done that one eight times. I absolutely love it. Um, Best costumes ever. But I think my favorite is actually the one out in Phoenix um, in Arizona. So it's, you run through three cities. And if you haven't done that one, I highly recommend it. So So is that a rock and roll as well? It is a rock and roll. Yeah, you're a rock and roll gal. I am a rock and roll gal. So I got to have the music. Out of of those... 30, how many have been rock and rolls? You know, I'm going to have to go back and look. I kind of went through a phase where I did rock and rolls for a while, and then I went to really small remote ones. Like one of my favorite ones, I've run the Newport Marathon. Um, marathon in Oregon. So. I was about to say when you say Newport Marathon, I know you're not talking about Rhode Island. Yeah, yeah. that's um, <laughs> that's right. I so. think that's um three or five hundred people, and it's on the coast of Oregon. It's a very it very fast marathon. Yes, it's a beautiful. You run right on the coast. And so I kind of, you know, I kind of go through phases. And then I decided I'd try the big city ones, you know, Chicago and New York and do all those. And um, so I've just kind of jumped around. Um, yep. So. Wow. Wow. Amazing. So you have a lot of hardware then. I do have a lot of hardware, <laughs> a lot of hardware, but it's, you you know, good luck finding it at my home. It's definitely not out for display. Oh, it's not. Oh, that. no. No, it's not. Yeah, I got to work on that. So. Oh, my goodness. Put it on your list. We understand you're pretty, you're very busy in the Little Rock running community. You're a go-go girl. Um, and so tell us what you do um, with that. And then also um, your work with the Susan G. Komen Cure for Arkansas event. Sure. Absolutely. Well, I... Um, just really good friends with Erin Taylor and she's just so compassionate. I know she's been, um, I know you know her now and I, I love her to death and she had this great idea to really, um, get a group of girls together, a group of women who are passionate about running and passionate about giving back to their community. And hence the go, go girls were formed. And I was kind of brought in right in the beginning when that started. And it has been a tremendous group full of women who are passionate about giving back and really just good, good people. We're all really good friends. And it's been a real organic process in how we've reached out to the community. So super fun. So tell us um, an example or two of how you reach out to the community and some of the um, projects that you do or service that you do. Yeah, absolutely. We, um, one of the neatest things we do is we've had a lot of other races just contact us to help be a part of their aid stations and help sponsor some of their events. We've, we've, um, helped out some high schools. We've helped out other non, you know, nonprofits that want to host, you know, have their own race for the first time. So we'll go and, um, help them and like be a part of their aid stations and cheer everybody on, but we'll also help with the planning part if needed. So. Nice. Nice. So, yeah. and then, and then talk to us about the, um, something that I know is very dear to your heart, the, um, cure for Arkansas event. 
Yeah, so, you know, Susan G. Komen is National Course Foundation, and Nancy Brinker started that um, in memory of her sister who passed away from breast cancer. And I have a, a similar story in that my sister passed away from breast cancer when she was 32, and I was one of her uh, main caregivers. And so I got involved with Susan G. Komen, um, obviously, to help, you know, give money back to breast cancer research. And um, just that, that group of women is amazing. Our, our Little Rock chapter is fantastic. And they asked me to chair the Race for Cure in 2006. And so I did that in memory of my sister, Kelly. And when you become a part of that organization, um, you immediately are, you know, kind of become part of the board. And I ended up staying on the board for about six years. And I still continue to, to volunteer uh, each year because once they have you, you know, you can't, you can't let go. So. And, and you need to, um, you know, toot the horn of that organization and the, the event itself. I mean, we hear that that um, is the, within the top five races worldwide for raising money for breast cancer research. It, it is. I can toot that horn all day long. It's a fantastic event. It's just a 5K, and we end up attracting, you know, 35,000 runners. And it is an, we take over the streets of, of downtown Little Rock. It's a sea of pink. We have a wonderful community that supports that. We have lots of in-kind donations and, of course, wonderful sponsors. But all of the money raised, you know, 75% of that stays in Arkansas, and 25% goes to the National Foundation that goes straight to research. But we take that money, you know, here and we just turn it, turn it out to the community and fund lots of different grants that help um, help find a cure. So I could very, very passionate about that organization. Yeah. And it's super fun women in charge. So. <laughs> well, I thought that's what we were just talking about with um, with Aaron Taylor was just kind of how how strong and how um, how much character the women in Little Rock give the running vibe there. I mean, can you talk a little bit about that and, and how you see the AMR, the Mother Runner Retreat, shaping up, um, kind of nestled into this bosom of mother runners <laughs> in Little Rock? Yeah, it's going to fit right in. I was thrilled that y'all, that y'all chose, you know, Little Rock. And we do have a very strong, uh, running community, but the women here, I will say, are very, very strong. Of course, with Race for the Cure, I gave that example. But even our, you know, our marathon is, uh, you know, in charge. Uh, the woman in charge is very, very strong, and so we have a big following of. Um, I guess you could say headstrong women in charge of a lot of big races here here in town. I mean, the men are great too. I can't 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 leave them out. But uh, we we all come together really well. We work well together. It's not a competition. It's it's how can we help you more uh, type scenario here. And I love that because there's not, you know, it we just come together really well and support each other. So nice. And and so then uh, are you hoping that maybe that vibe will, will, you know, rub off onto the AMR retreat or? Well, I definitely think that the it's already started. Um, the AMR retreat, there's just this lovely buzz already around town, um, figuring out who you are and what you are. And they can't wait to see everything that you're going to bring, um, of course, to the retreat. And everyone is super excited about it. Like I said, it's a great buzz already happening and people want to be involved and they want to help. And the go-go girls are, you know, on board to be our your rum ambassadors and can't wait to learn more and they're already delving in and asking tons of questions and and looking at materials so we're super excited to have you great great well thank you very much and and um what's your what's your next marathon well, I'm taking a little hiatus. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to um, I'm going to do a Little Rock Marathon. I'm actually just going to run the half um, for that event into February, and then I'll start kind of tr- um, getting my Ironman training going again, and hopefully do one in late fall. So, which one? Wow, 
I don't know. I'm trying to decide right now. <laughs> so we'll see. I'm, it's all, it's really a seasonal type thing. And in, in the time of training that you, you do, it takes, you know, how long it takes to obviously train for a marathon. So an Ironman takes quite a bit longer with three sports. So we'll see. We'll see. I may go out of the country is what I'm determining right now. So oh, that's exciting. I know. Very exciting. Oh, well, very good. exciting. Good. So. Well, well, we look forward to hearing more um, about your adventures when we see you in April. Well, thanks so much. We're, we're all very excited here in Little Rock. Great. Thanks, Erin. Thank you. I'm a little past Little Rock Further down the line Too soon to know what's up ahead Too late to change my mind so we hope that these ladies have gotten you all fired up to go experience the AMR retreat in Little Rock. And it is, if you want to check out all the information, it is anothermotherrunner.com slash retreat. And Jana just told us yesterday that they've opened up some new um, king size rooms um, and as well as a couple other options that had been marked as sold out, but now we've opened more rooms. So they're sign up there there is room and we're excited uh to have everybody there so and when, and when is it exactly sarah good question dimity the <laughs> the retreat is it's uh, in april in little rock we'll, we'll see you there at some point right it is it is so uh, just run around the river just do the 16 mile path and we'll see you there right we'll we'll catch up with you at some point so if you come in for the four-day, three-night option that is from Thursday, April 16th until Sunday the 19th. And then there's also options of coming in on Friday the 17th, staying till the 19th. And locals, for everyone who is within 50 miles of Little Rock, you can buy a day pass to um, join us on Saturday the 18th. You can uh, buy a ticket to go to the breakfast where you get that Irish breakfast, the grits with bacon, or also the Dunbar Gardens dinner on Friday night. So locals definitely um, check those out as well as, you know, we got, let's see if we can get somebody from further away than Australia. Let's, let's throw that out <laughs> <know>. there. <laughs> Finland, you got any Finland mother runners? Russia. Russia. <laughs> yes. Um, so great. And we hope that you will like our page on Facebook. It is run like a mother, the book. Our websites are anothermotherrunner.com and mother motherrunnerstore.com. Our books are Run Like a Mother, Train Like a Mother, and the soon-to-be-released Tales from Another Mother Runner. And those are available on Amazon. And again, the URL for the retreat is anothermotherrunner.com slash retreat. And many happy miles to you. We'll be rocking it in Little Rock. Hope you'll join us. Hey, Alex, I can't stand it. I am so excited for this Little Rock retreat. Let's go out on that Little Rock song. I think I'm on a road.